Hello everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, my name's Aid, and uh, I am very pleased to see I am but one of four hosts for the podcast this week because everybody is here. So you have a little gap uh, and then we all come along at once. Hey buses. Hi buses. Hey Rach, how are you? Hey, um, I'm I'm actually feeling a bit run down, a bit tired. Um, I I realised I forgot to ask whether this is actually being recorded as the um, the video as well because nobody wants to see this this very very tired face um, today. But yeah, so feeling a bit run down and uh, and what have you. But it's lovely to be here seeing you all. Um, it's been a long day for me. I've been um, busy um, delivering a workshop today, darkroom workshop, um, which was loads of fun. The person that I um, was working with. Um, she came back for a second workshop, so we did a, a shooting process day uh, a few weeks ago, and then she wanted to learn darkroom, um, bringing her negatives back. So we got to print for this today, and it was absolutely brilliant. I'm loving being able to do uh, a job where I actually kind of know what I'm doing, <laughs> as opposed to being <laughs> in one where I have no clue what I'm doing. Oh, so, don't say that. No, the, the, the thing is, the secret that nobody ever tells you is that no parents know what they're doing at all. So. So it's not like don't 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 believe these like TV shows where people seem to know what they're doing. We all just make it up as we go along. It just make it just makes me laugh. But it's like actually to to get a nice break from that to go go to work is is my break. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, uh, I'm sure there's lots of parents would would uh, concur with that as well. Um, but yeah, but it's nice to kind of actually feel like I can go. Oh yeah, this this I I I get. <laughs> Well, well feel, feel the warmth, right? Because I'm sending you down the internet, not just my sympathy, but my empathy as well. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. It is very much appreciated. And um, yeah, I just had a really lovely day getting to do that. Um, and uh, in in general, it's been lovely getting the inquiries from people about doing workshops with me in my new pop up darkroom space and mm. getting a chance to spend time in a space that I've got like dedicated to that as well. And um, we had the Mersey meetup. Uh, photo walk after you did the interview with um with steve star uh steve star is uh growing <laughs> mm -hmm. um who's digging yes. obviously on twitter um and he he's done the fantastic mercy meetup um during that interview it vaguely mentioned it but didn't actually say it was happening like two days later so that was that was quite funny but as part of that um we ended up uh doing a meetup at um at northern lights where i'm based so that the group could come up in small groups and and see the space and and uh, get to uh, get to enjoy um the sort of little demo that i did in the dark room uh, for people who hadn't done that before um someone brought his boys and um there was um, there was another teenager there so there was there was some younger younger people as well which is really good um they got a chance to um see and uh, have a little go shooting with some film cameras and then see how it all printed up in the dark room so that was really nice they seemed to enjoy that a lot um and um we had some fantastic homemade biscuits from steve so that was lovely as well and i put on the popcorn and we had some teas and coffees so that was a lovely experience too um i'm hoping that we will do obviously some more of those and maybe we'll finish up there so that people can process their films after they've shot them on the photo walk so i thought that'd be a nice way of rounding off the day um so yeah so that's kind of what i've been up to that photo walks i've shot a couple of weddings in between um 
and um and yeah doing the workshops and things so it's been it's been quite full on and lovely but yeah just whew, i'm a bit tired <laughs> oh, well yeah it sounds like you have every right to be tired doing all that stuff <laughs> I mean, it's, it's yeah uh, well okay well i'd love to i'd love to, to move on to somebody that had more energy and uh was less sick than rachel but i, I, I don't think i've got many choices <laughs> in this <laughs> unless i start talking about myself so uh let, let's say hi to claire how are you doing claire hello Aid. um it's good to be here but i'm afraid i'm sick as well <laughs> following on the sick theme yeah i've been i was really sick on the weekend and uh, which was a shame the weekend just gone because i had my i was actually in the my photos were part of you know an exhibition in cologne but i'm afraid i wasn't able to go because i wasn't well and then also um, the film, you know, where I did the cinematography for Gwenor for her film Trezor, um, that was had its first screening in um, the Sea Change Festival as well. And it was on the same weekend. And of course, I was ill, so I wasn't able to go to oh, two yeah. really good things. Um, and um, yeah, so I was my work was in Cologne. And then um, I've also been busy with... Um, gigs as well maybe that's why i've become ill i don't know um i went yeah i i it, it's gig season and i you know i really love music and going to gigs so i went to in a very quick succession i went to a war paint gig um in manchester then i saw the ocs in manchester um um and the, who else did I? I saw three in manchester literally over one weekend um and then i saw um beach house i love beach house oh yeah pretty much every morning actually yeah, <laughs> as well so i did and especially the oc ocs and beach house were packed and the ocs was really good mm -hmm. they're really good live and i did think when i was in there oh well if i haven't got covid I'm, there's a chance here now but i don't know anyway so a really good gig season and then my favorite band hate rock are, 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 are coming to um over so i'm going to see them the end of June. So busy with gigs, busy making work as well, you know, because the, the 12, 12 project has um, started up again. So if you remember, um, I was doing a deal picture for the theme for the 1212 and our theme. Magic, if you remember. Mm -hmm. I do remember, I had, yeah. How did it go? I had I had it had an idea in mind, but I changed my idea um in the last thing. So that the idea I will still make. Um, because I've ordered the stuff that I, I stuff that I need, but I still did a kind of um, I did a space agey one, based on um, yeah, it in the I'll show you in a moment, and then of course I found out that I um, I'm in Arles again for a week in the summer um, as part of that photography festival, um, so that'll be nice. And then I just found out that I've been selected to be in a residency in Revlity. Is it, how do I pronounce it? Am I saying it? I always worry about Revlity, which yeah. is um, an international analog. Um, well, it's a, it's an international analog photography festival that's outside Barcelona in a, in a village. Um, that's part in the mountains and part on the coast. Um, so I'll be going to that, but I'm going to be one of eight people that have been selected to do a week's residency and uh, cool. produce work, which will then be exhibited in 2023. So that's really nice and uh, something new. And I've never, ever been to um, this photography um, festival before, so it'll be, it'll be good. 
and uh, yeah, so I don't know who the other seven people I'll be living with for a week are. Yeah, I haven't found out yet. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so cool things. <laughs> yeah, we're so, we're so excited for you. Um, yeah, really, really pleased, really proud of you. It's, oh, it's thank awesome. you. Yeah, well done. When in September is that, Claire? It's the 11th to the 18th. Well, 11th to the 18th. So I'd probably be going on the 10th and coming home on the 19th. I mean, hang on a second. Do we need to check whether that's going to conflict with the um, photography show? Yeah. Yeah, Claire, oh, yeah. I don't think you can go. I don't, I don't <laughs> think you can go, Claire. Sorry. You, didn't, you haven't booked <laughs> you your holiday. Into, Maybe actually, I'll have to do like, a, like a zoom in or something. <laughs> zoom in. to Birmingham, right? Yeah. Um, because then you could do the uh, the final day or something of mm. the photography show. So. I could zoom in. I, I could zoom you, in. Honestly, much though I love everybody that we meet up with at the at the photography show, I'm pretty much with Claire on this one. I've got to say, I think Revel and Tea sounds like a pretty exciting thing to be doing. I don't yeah. know. After Claire's <laughs> after Claire's local news broadcasting interview last year, when you, when she was going around interviewing everybody like uh, Bridget Jones, um, yeah, you you were awesome actually, Claire. In, exactly. uh, doing doing the the interview and the photography show last year. Actually, but, oh don't I. I, I... It was. I, I was. It's because I was. Believe it or not, it's because I was nervous and because I didn't know I was doing it until someone don't, told me. John. Don't, don't believe it. I was it. like, all oh, right, okay. <laughs> and nobody who's seen it will believe you either, Claire. I know, but it's true. Yeah. It's all. It's all good, Claire. It's all good. <laughs> so I, I do though have a mental image now of of you going to this residency. I pity the border guard that decides to search your cases and comes out with loads of props <laughs> like wigs and toy guns and old telephones and stuff like that. I know. It's part of the course. And I was thinking because obviously I'll fly into um a Barcelona, the airport. Barcelona. I love Barcelona, but then I have to get from Barcelona there, and it's um probably too costly in a in a in a it's about half an hour drive so it's be too right. much in a taxi probably but there's buses there's loads of buses to the village but i was just working out how <laughs> the you know the logistics with because i usually it's quite i'll usually have a big case and stuff like you say full of all my stuff and props and stuff and then i'm living in a rural house so i don't know but I'll worry about that later. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun, actually. It does sound like a lot. Of fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that'll be nice. I hope. Yeah. All right. Well, is it another another fun anyway. packed and busy packed yeah. you know, uh, update? Uh, I certainly can't. Can I? Um, oh, sorry, Claire. I, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we haven't finished with your. No, no, one so. more. And Rap got on one more really important. Um, oh, sorry. Thank you. Actually, I want to say, which is to um, Christian Strauss who um, got in touch with me um, and sadly his father had passed away and he had two um, Super 8 cameras so he wondered if I would like them. So he very kindly sent me um, two cameras and they look super, um, an Agatha camera and a, and a lovely Canon um, 814 camera. So thank you very much Christian for um, thinking of me and uh, you know, being so kind to package them up really well <laughs> and uh, send them to me. So I haven't had a chance yet to test them, but I will. So thank you. You've got a, a lovely collection now with different Super Yeah, it's growing. So you'll be able to take some of those to Revility or Definitely, like... definitely, because I, I, I will like to, um, you know, record, mm. do like a, a film or something over the week that I'm there. Yeah, yeah Christian um, uh, was a, a patron of mine um, previously as well. And um, it was 
it was lovely to have him in the uh, groups, you know, when I was doing the virtual film development parties uh, and things as well. So just this this month, uh, last week, um, I've done my first one back, which was really lovely. Um, unfortunately, uh, Christian wasn't able to be there for that one, but um, it was really nice to see Billy Sanford and yeah. uh, Hillary uh, <laughs> and uh, Stephen were there. So lots of lovely names and things. And yeah, looking forward to seeing what you make with Christian's um, Super 8 cameras. You're going to document the uh, the week whilst you're there. Um, I'm, yeah, well, I was thinking more of rather than documenting it when I'm there, because I'll, I'll do research before I go and s view the place and mm -hmm. when I get all the exact details of where I'm staying. Um, and then when I find out who the seven people are, I was thinking more of maybe making a little film with people as in it, you know, but oh, yeah, yeah at, the very, at the very least it would be, I suppose, some documentation, but I was thinking more of more of a yeah. sort of a little film. <laughs> Cool. Sorry, you did say that because I was I was yeah. thinking immediately went to yeah. mind that it was like um, John's banana theme, you know, with his uh, yeah. characters. He did his storyboards. Was it for his niece? Mm. It um, was. It yeah. was. Yeah, they're really cute. So yeah, um, looking forward to seeing what what you make with your characters mm -hmm. and these unsuspecting seven other people who don't know yet <laughs> that they're going to be <laughs> in your film. Obviously, <laughs> you have to ask their permission. But yeah, I'm looking forward to finding out who 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 else will be there for the week. That'd be good. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. So before I rudely speak over you again, uh, you're done. Sorry, <laughs> interrupting, digressing. That's, as always. No, no, it's, it's all right. It's just, uh, I just there was so much in there. I just thought well, you must be finished now. But no, no, you weren't. It's okay. It's all good. I, I I envy you guys and and the busy creative lives that you lead. Uh, yeah, we'll have to sort of shoehorn mine in, but but uh, I'm not complaining. Uh, but yeah, I am envy. Like so, Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I should speak for myself. Claire obviously doesn't, but I, no, I do. <laughs> Look at me. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, let's see uh, what Graham's been on to. Hello, buddy. How are you? Yeah, I'm here too, Aid. Uh, I think that's my update done. So next. <laughs> <laughs> surely there's more to it than that uh, really not much um uh the only the only photography i got to do this month was at the analog spotlight event i think we kind of talked about that um i want to talk a little bit later about um the, the equipment i was using just because that's been a bit of a revelation in terms of like oh this has worked quite well um and the other thing i've got to talk about this week is a thing that we'll talk about later because it's something that you and i both got so that will come up later yes. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's been about it. I went down to visit my boys down in Devon very briefly over the last few days, which was great. Uh, it did mean that I spent um, on over two journeys uh, about, well, not about, nine hours, nine hours on my motorbike, which let me tell you, nine hours pretty much, in, in split into two things, but nine hours solid sat on the motorbike. It's real hard on the arse. So you're lucky I'm seeing here tonight. My poor buttocks <laughs> took. <laughs> they were. They were. I was glad to get off it by the end of those two journeys there and back. Um, which I, which bike was were you brave enough to take? I took my new bike. I I now am the proud owner of a Suzuki SV1000, which is great and it, it behaved very well. The only problem with it is because of course there has to be a problem. <laughs> So it wasn't on fire and it didn't break down or it did break down. It, was, it wasn't on fire and it didn't break down but there's a problem with the battery charging system 
okay. by which I mean that it isn't charging the battery. So um, I Did didn't want to stop. <laughs> so I didn't want to stop, even though the journey was four and a half hours each way. I didn't want to stop any more than was necessary because with every time I started the bike, there was slightly less chance it would start the next time I stopped. Oh, so, um, yeah. yeah, on both runs down, I just stopped twice for like three minutes each time to throw some fuel in and get going again, which is a little bit um, punishing. Um, but other than that, it was great. So that was all good. I did take a camera down with me. I took my um, OM1 down and we did go for a bit of a walk along the coastal path. And I took a couple of pictures, but not much. Because the thing is, about being by the seaside, especially walking along the coastal path, is that most of the view is the sea, which is great and all, but you know, it's just <laughs> this big blue wobbly thing. Um, so nothing particularly inspired me, but I took a few pictures and I took it down with me. The thought was there, and um, and this evening you did shoot some really lovely portraits, so of your mum and your nana, mm. which we were talking about. Before. That's true. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah, I did get that done. I went down. To, I went to visit my folks for. Um, I can't remember why. There must have been a reason. Maybe it was Easter or something. Anyway, I went down and saw my family, which was lovely. And um, it was mum's birthday. That's what it was. And I, I got some. <laughs> Um, I knew it was something important. She's only 70. It's not a big birthday. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also um, birthday. Yeah, so. apparently so. Um, but yeah, took some pictures of her and my nan. Um, and it's just nice to make the time to do that because, yeah. Yeah. And, and really good. And they're lovely. They're really lovely shots because you've done some really nice large format stuff with them in the past. Mm -hmm. actually. So, um, yeah, I was really pleased to see that. This is a lovely moment. It's one of those things. I know we talk about it and we have talked about it a lot, but taking pictures of family is it's one of those things that I think it's important to kind of stop and do properly sometimes, or at least as close to properly as I can mm -hmm. ever be able to get around to. Because I, as I mentioned to you guys earlier, my nan, my nan is amazing. My nan is one is the most amazing person I know, but she's also 97 and yep. she's, and she's yeah. not um, immortal. And so, mm. uh, yeah, it's really important to me to get some nice pictures of her. Mm. Because, 97. Know, um, are, you, are you staying off the bikes, Graham? Am I staying off the bikes? Well, apart from the nine hours that I spent oh. riding <laughs> over the last three days, Claire, yeah. Apart from that, <laughs> I'm not touching them at all. Um, but the only problem with that picture was it did make me realise that I, I took those pictures with my Yashica 635 TLR, mm. which is lovely, but it's definitely, there's a bit of light leaking in from somewhere. Mm. So needs new sealers in that. But that's all right. That's my detail. Um, and I did go down this evening, actually, was... Uh, Bampt one of Bampton's annual little village events, um, the shirt race, which I've mentioned before, which is where it's yeah. basically like a soapbox derby, I suppose, would be the thing most people would, you know, with people making their little carts to push around, but they all do fancy dress and stuff. So they were all chasing around there, and so went and took a few half-hearted pictures of that. But, um, but yeah. you did in the past though, you did a really fantastic kind of like coverage of the whole event. Um, yeah, I remember that distinctly, and there was the like Mario Kart one. Yeah. I remember that one; it was really good. Yeah, there was some really interesting, inventive um, carts. They do. People <laughs> do do some. One of my favorite, actually, I'm just going to give a shout out to my. I think my my favorite cart this evening was um, a regular fixture of the village square town. It's a big village, so the square in the middle is um, there's a kebab van there, Has Kebabs, um, and he's 
there most nights. It's just there selling kebabs and yeah. And um, one of the carts was just like a little version of his kebab van, and they're all pushing around wearing masks of his face on the guys there. So it was great. So that was my favourite. So seeing, seeing a little mini kebab van being pushed around by people who all look the same. So that was good. Yeah, that was good. So um, yeah, that's been me. Not not much time. It's April and May are always mad busy times for me, and then I've also had awkward things like. 70th birthdays I have to deal with and stuff like that. Um, it's been a nightmare, but um, but all good, all good. That well, is me, done. Yeah, that is you, done. Okay, all right. Well, there you go. So I've also been to a village fair today, actually, which is nice. Um, and uh, yeah, there was uh, there was a brass band and there was a dog show and there were oh. right, yeah, bouncy castles for the kids to go on and. There was, uh, yeah, all sorts of stuff going on, actually. And I had a hot dog and I had some really nice samosas uh, with chutney. Those were delicious. I had two ice creams. <laughs> two ice creams? <laughs> Holy cow. Well, no, no, not at the same ever. time. One after the other, right? No, so not, yeah, not at the same time. That would be just lovely. So, no, <laughs> live in the dream. <laughs> I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So now I've been uh, been out to, to the village fair today, which is which is a lot of fun, and um, lots of people milling around. Nice sunny day, so that was good. Um, in photo news, uh, well, actually, that's you know, shout out uh, to Steve at Chroma Camera. Uh, Steve, this is a story of the most excellent customer support ever, I think. So uh, you remember I bought a Chroma six twelve camera uh, mm. a few weeks back. Uh, oh. I missed that. Oh, did Sorry, you, you missed that one, right? I did. And I, but yeah, so I bought what I think was one of the first off the production line um, uh, of the Chroma Six Twelves, uh, and put, yeah, it was very exciting actually. And put a, a, a really nice to use. I put a couple of rolls through that, and it came back. And unfortunately, there were some light leaks in it mm. on the film. And uh, so, so uh, Steve has been brilliant, uh, and uh, he has. Uh, he took took the camera back, diagnosed it, uh, worked it all out, and it turned out there was a bit of a design flaw. Uh, and but yeah, he, so what he did was he basically replaced my camera. Uh, he fixed the design because, of course, these are all three D printed cameras. For those that mm. don't know, the the Chroma cameras uh, they're three D printed, and uh, he modified, updated the design, uh, and uh, sent me a, 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 literally a different camera back out. Wow. Um, uh, which is brilliant so big thanks a big shout out to mm. steve um i'm really enjoying being part of the like the yeah it's, it's a bit cruel to call it the development cycle <laughs> but yeah let's just call it the let's just call it the early production run uh yeah. of a new camera and, yeah, it, well, I see, you're, I suspect, you're an early adopter. Is I'm an term. early adopter. Yeah, yes. yeah. I think, yeah, and um, you know, but like, like I say, it's 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 good to be part of that, and, and yeah, be be part of a cycle and the conversations. It's interesting. I mean, Steve's brain just has all this maths in it, and and you yeah. know, and 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 science and stuff, and engineering mm. and stuff like that, which is he was like, oh yeah, yeah. And I think I think in some ways uh, the the little issue, and it was only a little issue. Um, it really piqued his curiosity, and he was determined to find out and, and fix it. So thanks. I think he designs a new camera every flipping week. To mm -hmm. be honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> the thing is, right? All of that maths and that science don't leave any room for practical business management and marketing. <laughs> so you know, something's got to give. Uh, we That's mean a it, little Steve. bit unfair. Is it though? <laughs> <laughs> 
makes amazing cameras. He does, he make, does amazing make amazing cameras. cameras. Yeah. I think. I think. Is it? Uh, well, I mean, Graham, you have at least one. I think, don't you? Uh, do you have yes. A yeah, my carbon yes. adventure. Yeah. Yes, I thought so. And Rach, you have one, don't you? I do. Yes, yeah. Claire, do you have one? I don't, but I fancy the one you've got, actually, Aid. Uh, mm. Okay, well, next time I see you, you can certainly have a go with it. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff. It's uh, <laughs> a lot to choose from now. Big ones, small ones. Yeah, some as big as your head, as the song goes. Um, so, uh, yeah, medium ones in the middle. I can go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just big ones or small ones. There's nothing normal size. <laughs> I think mm. my one is the the medium sized one. Although there's there's a couple that are based on it because there's a six by nine version uh, of my one, which is a pretty normal size mm. for a camera. So, uh, yeah, all good. And uh, so I just got that back a couple of days ago. Uh, looking forward to, um, in fact, I, possibly not tomorrow, but possibly Saturday. I think we're going to see some family and also going to the beach. So I think I'm going to load it up with some film yeah. and take it down to the beach and see if I can get some good. You know, beach mm. panoramic type shots at six by twelve. That sounds like this one's good... quite portable version. Yeah, it's not like my large format big bellows. No, it's it's yeah. very um it's very portable. Um, and uh, it's funny enough, actually, one of the design things that we've been talking about uh, in the camera. This was uh, is the uh, the the grip for it. So mm -hmm. it's actually because because it's three D printed, uh, it's quite lightweight. Uh, and I chose mm -hmm. a very small and lightweight lens um, to to go with it. Uh, and uh, so it actually is a really nicely balanced camera and the grip is brilliant. Uh, and when I spoke to Steve at the uh, the Analog Spotlight uh, event in Worcester the other week uh, and he said, oh, yeah, try this other one. You know, I, I've made some modifications to the, uh, the the cone, the lens cone that comes out from the front of the body. And, uh, and I said, oh, what have you done with the grip? can't put my fingers around it anymore so we ended up having a conversation about you know, about the grip uh, and about how that was something i really liked when i was using mine and how um it was it it, it shortened the amount that you could get your fingers to grip it um with the changes that he'd made to the lens code and so I, it ended up he ended up i said i'm going to tell you that, yeah i'm going to give you all the feedback then from shooting all of two rolls through it <laughs> Um, uh, but I say, give you, if you're going to take it away and look at it, the design stuff. And so I get, I told him, I, I don't, don't, don't like that new grip on that new prototype you've got. I like the grip you've got on the one that you that I have. And so he actually made, he's gone away and, and done it differently. And the, the new production designs will, will have mm. a, a new grip that is uh, that is uh, as good as the one that I originally had, but also has a you know the the, the, the lens cone widened for for which was a a response to some very slight vignetting that some of the early ones had. Mm. So uh, it's all good actually, and mm. it's it's really nice to be able to talk to you. It's just like I'll, I'll just got to call my camera maker, you know, and talk to you because yeah. we talked for so many years, especially when we started Sunny Sixty. We were like, oh, is there ever going to be any more film cameras and stuff like that? And uh, and you know now in 2022 the the huge wealth of camera manufacturers that we have you know um uh is is fantastic isn't it really mm. the fact that you know, if you'd said to me when we started sunny 16 oh you're gonna you're gonna commission that you know not quite a custom built but certainly a you know a low production run camera it's going to be state-of-the-art stuff it's going to be pre 3d printed you're going to be able to talk to the manufacturer and get design changes and stuff like that i would do like that nah, that's just nonsense isn't it mm. But it's all come true in the last few years. Yeah, it's great. The stuff is. I mean, particularly like the fact that 
you be able to work with Steve because the, the ergonomics of these cameras is it's such an important part of it. It really is. And I know when I got to use the prototype model when we were walking around Worcester, not Worcester, Coventry, when we walked around Coventry and I like, um, tried it out then, like that was the thing I was like, oh, I really like this because it felt good in the hand. And and yeah, ergonomics is such an important part of any camera. So when, when we were at the analog spotlight and I had um, the F2 that was given to me recently with me. And despite the fact it's not working, I was still using it with the battery grip even though it was making an already heavy camera even heavier. But just because, again, that ergonomic thing, you just want something there that feels like you've got a really good firm grip on it, especially with a bigger camera. It's well, You um, had a long lens on that day, didn't you? So you, the, the battery yeah. grip, I imagine, would have helped balance out the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll lead into these things we're talking about now. That was what the thing I wanted to mention about is on that day, I was shooting with um, an 80 to 200 millimeter zoom lens. Now, I, as a general rule, never shoot with zoom lenses. Um, and I don't ever really tend to shoot with long lenses. There's just not things that I feel comfortable with. I feel comfortable with 35 to 50 mils, and that's about it. And sometimes a little bit longer for portraits, but, you know, I stay in my lane. But um, the client who gave me the camera and lens said that he had really loved, you know, his favourite lens was his 80 to 200. He used it a lot, and he was a professional shooter. So I thought, you know, I want to go out and use this camera so I can go back and say, oh, I used the camera he gave me. I'll use the lens as well that he particularly talked about. Even though it was an old Nikon lens, it's pre-AI and the front element is pretty fungusy and it weighs a ton. Um it was not the most sensible camera to take to the analog spotlight, as everybody pointed out to me. And <laughs> especially like I mean an indoor event with this eight two hundred zoom lens. <laughs> I was like, ah. And I thought, well, this is gonna be a real crapshoot. I'm not going to get anything decent with this but whatever gonna do it anyway um and i shot hp5 at um iso 800 to give myself a bit of latitude and i was really surprised by the results and largely in the sense that i i didn't screw them up half as much as i thought i would <laughs> i figured they'd all be out of focus and actually they would you got shots in focus Graham? i got shots in focus exactly <laughs> and um yeah good camera that <laughs> yeah exactly i did a what the hell the magic was going on with that but um especially considering that the the lens with the zoom and the, the, it's all pretty loose it's like, um so yeah i got results i was really pleased with the, the fungus did nothing at all to the image quality whatsoever those pictures are probably some of the sharpest pictures full stop that i've taken um because it was mostly like pretty close-up headshots of people because <laughs> We were in an enclosed space and I couldn't get very far away. Um, so, yeah. Producing like 80 to 200mm lens, like, right here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's great. You, uh, there's a picture. It's actually on my Instagram um, feed of uh, Matt Parry from um, Ilford. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's a good close-up of Matt's, Matt's big, beautiful, bold head going on there. Um, but, yeah, it was it's one of those things that I'm like, ah, now, here's a lens I would never have thought of picking up and using, and now it's absolutely going to be one of my go-to lenses because it changed what I was taking pictures of. There you go. That is the picture of his lovely, lovely shiny head. <laughs> and it's in focus, right? It's in focus. It is. Um, I can confirm it is. 
So I think the, like the moral to that story or the lesson I've learned is like sometimes just try stuff that you think you're not going to want to use. And um, yeah, I that was a and it. I got home and went, oh, maybe I ought to look into seeing if I can get like a cleaner example of this lens. Or there was an eighty to two hundred N version, which stands for new, I think, which is supposed to be a bit better. Like, oh, maybe I ought to try and buy that. And then I thought, what am I doing? I've literally just shot a roll of film and been really happy with the pictures from this lens. <laughs> Why am I looking for another one? This one, for all that it's knackered and the aperture ring's a bit stiff and all this stuff, um, it's great. So, um, yeah, I highly recommend that lens to anybody. But also, I highly recommend just um, do something different with your focal lens or throw a zoom lens on or do something that can go and... Uh, actually force you to take different pictures because it, it really worked for me on the day and I think if, I, if I'd done what I would normally have done which is put on a 50mm or a 35mm lens on, on the camera and gone okay well I'm going to get wise stuff I wouldn't have got anything that I particularly cared for at all so it is, it's an interesting thing that isn't it because yeah we all you know we all have our favorite lenses and often we end up in conversations about what's your favorite prime is it is it a, a 35 or a 50 mm. <laughs> and and there is so much else out, out there to do and yeah uh and to use um it's uh it, it does really ref it's, it can be really refreshing at, at the super wide end as well i mean yeah uh, also out that day uh, a couple of people uh, in worcester with uh i can't remember the name of the company who is it that's making the ultra wide and slim now i know toby had his with him uh, uh, rito, rito is it rito, yeah. rito. um and uh yeah that's a 21 mil lens right so that gives you you so you know another another view again and i was out uh, when i went out on a photo walk around uh barbican not so long ago uh uh with uh with um, martin uh and uh yeah i took a 12 mil lens and that's all i had all day and, and that was on uh, a crop sensor camera so that was on my fuji so it's an equivalent of an 18 um, but that's basically that was it. I shot with an eighteen mil lens all day, uh, and thoroughly loved it. Mm. Uh, it was great. It was yeah, nice, nice to have, nice to have something different. So, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. So you have been doing stuff. Okay? That's a lot of stuff you've been up to. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of stuff mm. going on. Okay, should we uh, should we do our show and tell then, Graham? Seeing as we both got the same thing to show and tell. Mm. <laughs> Except I don't know where mine is. <laughs> Uh, I don't I know. Say, hopeless. It's all right. You show and I'll tell or something like that. Yeah. Well, this is we've both been waiting. I, I would say not even that long for is it? When was not that long? I don't know. Uh, this was a Kickstarter um, back in. Who wants to try to have a guess? I'll look it. I'll look it up. Right. You keep talking. I'll yeah. look it up. Uh, this I'll is. It would have been July. What last year? Was yeah. it that long ago? Wow, okay. It was because I was massively heavily pregnant when um and on crutches at the point where we had this conversation with Steve. There you oh, go. Okay. Oh, there, well, you there you go then. It That's feels like less know. time than that, which is probably a good thing. But then there's I suppose there's been so many production holdups. This is the um our award, our Kickstarter awards for the Agent Shadow film, um, from Cosmo Photo. Yeah. Um and I think you and I both sprung for the same uh, reward which was the briefcase reward so we got this very mm. natty cardboard briefcase which um Sinead... let's see, let's see. Uh, oh, sorry yeah so there you go look at this Ooh. it's very Sinead has it. already said to me can i have that to which the response Stolen. was no <laughs> what obviously not. It for, Graham? it's I, cool it, important it's, stuff it's... claire <laughs> i don't know <laughs> 
um the important thing is obviously contained within yeah. is uh the lovely agent shadow film great box art uh, I'm sure you really appreciate that, Claire. I mean, that that is a. I was going to say it's nice packaging, isn't it? It's lovely. Oh, it's awesome. Nice yeah. graphics, yeah, from Stephen. Mm. Yeah. Yes, it's got oh, the whole really sort of good. yeah graphic pulp fiction noir thing yeah. going on. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think it's from um, my mate does art. I think is his. Yes, his that's his right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The uh, these really fantastic graphic designs. Yeah. Um, he works with, so that's really cool. Yeah. And then the other thing. Yeah, it was. Sorry, the other thing we got with it as part of the um, thing was a graphic novel, a little graphic novel, which is fantastic. Um, Agent Shadow in the 36 frames. And again, it's just a really lovely, well-produced, all the art done by, uh, was it say, My Mate Does Art? Um, Yes. It's great. Really cool. Lovely art. Just just great. A story with no words, the best sort of story. Um, Really awesome. And um, yeah, well done, Stephen, for, for getting it there. It's yeah. been a rookie yeah. race. Actually, I'm really excited. Yeah, so we get, yeah, they, the, the graphic novel is great. Um, uh, I, I didn't really have much of a, a mental image of, of what to expect, with of course, a bit about the start of the artwork. But it's, um, it's no words in it, uh, which is great. So, so you, yeah, you end up like really sort of being drawn into it, trying to figure out, okay, you know, what is the story here? And it could be this and it could be that. So, it, it's actually, yeah, it's almost more, it's almost deeper for having no words than it would be mm. for having words, if that makes sense, because mm-hmm. you, you have to work harder with it. And that was that was great, uh, great to see. Uh, and yeah, I got my five rolls of film now, so I'm looking forward to shooting that. So. Looking forward to my five rolls uh, turning up. I imagine that it'd be a little bit further down the, the food chain, because obviously you, you two were able to... Um, you two back to the the higher level so you got the uh suitcase as well as the film yeah yeah i think that, that from what i've heard though there's it's there's um it's not going to be a big delay or anything like that i don't oh, think okay. so well, maybe it'll be turning up this week then for, for me That'd be it, yeah they only got here tuesday yeah tuesday yeah. this arrived yeah, so yeah, maybe it's it's a, yeah, yeah i'm that's not worried i'm sure it will turn up at some point uh yeah so, yeah so keep you posted yeah, we could all go out as Agent Shadows at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I have been pondering actually whether or not I should buy a new camera to shoot this film with because um, uh, I, I have now. <laughs> I think you uh, already did, mate, didn't you? <laughs> I, I did. What I did. But the thing is, right, so yeah. I've got the Canon T70, which I kind of bought to have a 35mm camera. So you need that a I Kiev could... now, right? Sorry? You need a Kiev or something now. Well, it's not so much, the, it's not so much that it's not Russian enough. Um, okay. <laughs> It's more. I mean, it's not it's enormously noisy, right? Oh. The, 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 the motor, the electric motor wind in the Canon T70 um, <laughs> is, is not something that a spy would want really to <laughs> have giving their want, giving away their permission. Uh, permission you want one of the little like um, um, Voigtlanders or something, you know, with the bellows, because it's literally just like you can you can hardly hardly hear just uh, a go or something yeah. like that. Maybe something like that. Yeah, something. Maybe I just have to buy a Leica. I hear they're quite quiet. You hate rangefinders, though, Aid. They're in yeah. life's oh. problem. And you hate TLRs, oh, and you hate. I don't know. I'm joking. Um, it was just. No, funny no, no. Keep going. going. You know, it's, you know, it's not because it's not like it's not like when my boy says I don't like that food, but and he's never ever had it. 
I, it was just making me laugh though because you're talking about the ergonomics of the camera obviously and yeah. and that is something that has come up from you mm. a lot in the past oh, God, you know, yeah. about that yeah. experience the TLRs you know? drive me nuts yeah, Leicas so. are so expensive though they're made I was joking about that. I wasn't actually going to buy like it because, as Graham says, yeah, I'm not a great fan of rangefinders. I don't the 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 focusing the ergonomics the ergonomics of focusing just don't gel with my brain at all. So um, I'm the person that strips out. I mean, I've changed in the past the focusing screens on cameras because they have a split prism, and I've yeah. changed them to be one that doesn't have a split prism, right? Just a plain one because I, I find those things distracting to my composition and to my focusing. I much prefer to have just a, 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 yeah. an empty view, empty yeah. right word, but a plain viewfinder. How so, them, I always say this with Leicas, have they just become really popular? Because every, every, in the last year, everyone I've met, everyone's got a Leica. And, and, and when I was in Manchester, I always go into the camera exchange, brilliant shop if you've ever been there loads of cameras lenses obviously and they even had a Leica section in there you I know, think the thing Leicas. is Claire like, like a like a like <laughs> I think the thing is Claire you're just moving in uh more wealthy circles now I think that's what that's it is like, yeah movers and shakers <laughs> that's what it is um so going up in the world Claire yeah so aid all right so obviously it's not going to be a um rangefinder uh and it's not going to be a TLR <laughs> So, if you I were going to buy, I think you should stick popular. with the Canon. I mm. think you should stick with the Canon or get another yeah. Canon. Another Canon? Oh, okay. Yeah. I kind of fancy. I I kind of having an ultra wide and slim actually, or something like that. That's that that might be good fun to play with. We'll see. And that's pocketable. It's more like a spy thing, right? An ultra wide. Mm. The only problem with the ultra wide and slim is the ultra wide and slim doesn't like thirty six exposure rolls of film. Um, oh, doesn't it? Because, well, it, because it's made of shitty plastic, to put none too fine a point on it, um, the uh, rewind lever, it, the weight of a full 36 thing like on it, it can it can just be too much to try and wind back so you can snap oh. it. So as a general rule of thumb nice. with those retail... I mean, the, if you're super careful, it would probably be okay, but... And this was the same with the Vivitar Ultra Wide and Slims and whatever they were called by the like. It's recommended to go with a twenty-four exposure roll just because there's just mm. less weight there when it's winding back. So Are you telling me I have to go out and buy a Contax T3 or something? I'm definitely not <laughs> saying that. <laughs> something like an um, XA or something, an XA2 or something. Saw... They're really quiet. There are, there are a couple of XAs at the analog spotlight, um, and it was uh, whose stand were they on? I can picture the stand. I can't remember whose it was. Was it cameras by Max had? Um, yeah, had may well have been. Yes. They, uh, I mean, they they were in pristine condition, and they'd obviously mm. been fully serviced and stuff like that. But they were a little on the expensive side, mm. They're like three hundred quid. Ooh. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I didn't realise that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Mine was an old bargain basement one. <laughs> well, you know what? If you get get, get the old toothbrush out, give it a scrub and sell it, sell it for <laughs> a fortune. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's how I can find money for nursery, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one way. That's certainly one way. Um, so, 400... no, I don't know. No, I'm 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 only half thinking about another camera. I have already more cameras than I can use. So two. Um, Four. No, I've got loads of cameras. I've got loads of film. I've got loads of film cameras now. I still have uh, two 
holgers of a reality so subtle pinhole i've got the new chroma i've got the canon t70 uh what else have i got i'm sure i've got more than that that's five that, that's five right mm. but only one of those is 35 mil though yes uh, therein yes. lies the problem and it's very yes. noisy apparently um i was just gonna say this film because <laughs> yes. again this is the thing that's in my mind at the moment um 400 speed film now obviously summertime in theory at least it's been nice and sunny here today um so you might be thinking well I'm not going to shoot 400 speed black and white film in the summer, but I'm really trying to get into using filters. And 400 speed film is great because if you stick a filter on it, it doesn't matter if you lose a stop or two, you've still got, you know, 200 or 100 speed mm -hmm. film. So get your agent shadow on the go, get like a, a, a an orange or a red filter, and then you can get some nice, really contrasty results, which is perfect for agent shadow as well, I think. So um, I'm really looking forward to that. Because again, that was the thing I did when I had the. Um, at the analog spotlight i had a filter on the camera when i went out and um and it worked really nicely it's like huh turns out that all of these years of people using filters there's a reason for it and i should just stop being so lazy and do it more so um yeah <laughs> ah dear oh dear oh dear okay all right we got some yes emails yeah yeah, we certainly have. Um, this is basically, I think they are all just on the catch up. And I say all, it's a very small all. So um, we'll just go through these quickly. Um, but they are all uh, even emails about the monthly themes, uh, which we've been going on, uh, which we've really been paying attention to. Uh, sorry, we've been hopeless. Um, so who wants to read the first one from Billy Sanford? Do you want me to do it? That would be great. Then this was from April, so these have been around for a little while. Yeah. This was the April theme, which was one of Claire's themes. Uh, on the very yeah. And this theme was magic. So. Okay, so hello, Sunbeams. In my local version of Birmingham, the city exploded with rapid growth at the start of the Industrial Revolution. It is one of the few places on Earth where coal, iron ore and limestone are all found in close proximity making it an ideal place for, uh, sorry, an ideal place to manufacture steel. This explosive growth led to the nickname the Magic City, which still adorns murals, signs and shops around the city. One such sign is lit with the moniker Nightly. Beyond the, liter the literal interpretation of the word magic, I tried to introduce a sense of it um, by making a long exposure of the lights and traffic around the sign. Um, while zooming back and forth between a 24mm and 70mm. Um, the camera was a Canon EOS 3 and it was loaded with Ribsies, is it? Yep. New classic EZ400 film. The aperture was f22. I tried different exposures, all between one to four seconds, and do not recall exactly which was used for this image, but I think this was probably the best of the bunch in terms of being able to read the sign clearly with all of the other things going on. Um, and so that's from Billy Sanford. Now, the picture I'm looking at um, is, it's a great sign, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love it. So you've got the house. You, you, you enter. This must be, is it entering Birmingham? It's literally got the magic city. And then he's got light um, light trails, hasn't he, from a long exposure coming out. And has he used um, 
a starburst filter do we think as well no, no. i think it's i think it's an artifact of the zoom he said he was zooming in and out right um, okay. so i think what he's done is he he's zoom he's created light trails by zooming in and out um yeah so you've got that whole, whole sort of star wars going to light speed kind of effect in it, yeah which, which yeah definitely and surrounding the sign that says magic city i think just you know cracking Tracking yeah, shot. great great do you know what? I, I like that great creative vision for that shot absolutely great creative vision and well executed as well yeah definitely, definitely. birmingham alabama not birmingham uk yeah he says his local version of birmingham so no uh, uh, that's what i'm saying is it is, is, it, is that, that where billy lives near birmingham yeah, yeah birmingham alabama. yeah mm. um Claire, Magic yeah you like doing weird stuff with your picture. Have you ever tried using the um, zoom burst technique? I haven't. No, no. I've done like long exposures to get like light trails and, and doubles, but yeah. um, no, I haven't done the zoom. What do you call it? The zoom, zoom burst. Zoom burst. Uh, th yeah, that's uh, it's mm. it's a technique that I've done it a couple of times, um, but more when I was shooting digital because pictures are free. Yeah. Then uh, it's. It can be pretty effective. You can get some. I've, there's a couple of pictures that I've taken. I like. I like these. I mean, then they're cool and they're freaky, mm. um, but they can work really quite well. Um, but you do, you need to sort of have a decent length exposure to make it worthwhile. And ideally, you kind of want to be perhaps on the tripod or something. Otherwise, it can be really yeah, messy. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's a fun technique to mess around with that. You know, and basically, it is just point your camera at a thing, fire the shutter, and whilst the shutter's open, you just you know extend or shorten the zoom so that you've kind of got this weird as aid said this kind of going into hyperspace kind of look going on it can be pretty how many fun. seconds would you do like a 15 seconds oh no no not that long no. like literally maybe one second or you know two to, you know just mm. just long enough to kind of go broop, or with the zoom and mm. put, go from whatever the shortest to the longest on the zoom is um but yeah it, it's a good it's a fun creative technique, uh, mm. but again, it's a good. It's probably a good one to try out on digital, just because it's free to see whether you actually like it or not. Um, yeah. Before you <laughs> blow a whole roll of film in it, it can work particularly well. Um, Billy's use it really nicely with black and white here because the light trails are really doing a lot of work there. I think if you haven't got something like light trails, colours probably. A better one to go with especially if you're taking you know if you've got some really nice colorful scenes of flowers or something like that um then it can you can get some really fun messed up stuff going on there which i'm always a fan of um okay who wants to take this next one this one is actually going back even further than uh, the april one this was from our march theme which was blue um, mm. Uh, so who wants to actually it's a very quick email so i'll just read this i'm here this is from larry effler who just wrote in to say uh, love the podcast since getting back into photography for my own enjoyment a couple of years ago your podcast has been a source of fun and inspiration um it's very kind and uh his picture of it's blue slash blue b-l-e-w um, because it's a lovely close-up picture yeah. of a dandelion seed head mm. um with just a few seeds left on it as the rest have obviously blown away into the horizon <laughs> with lovely blue skies behind. Really nice close-up shot there. 
It's a good dandelion clock photo. It is. Did you do that? All do that as well in primary school. Oh, what's the time, yeah. Mr. Wolf? Still do yeah, now. Both. <laughs> I got caught in a storm of uh, of uh, dandelion seeds the other day. Floating around. Sounds a lot more dramatic than getting buffeted by lovely <laughs> soft seed heads. Well, it wasn't unpleasant. Um, it was just like there was like a whole. Okay, maybe not a storm. A, a, a flurry. A, yeah. a blizzard. I mean, unless you've got terrible hay fever, obviously, in which case, nightmare, right? Uh, no, no, I, I wasn't. No, no, it was fine, I, actually. It's happened to me a couple of times. It happens quite a lot around this time of year, doesn't it? But it's happened to me a couple of times recently. Also, if, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know. I don't know hay fever, but I don't think you're snorting dandelion seeds to get hay fever. I think the pollen is more of an issue. By the time it gets to seeds, mm. if you're sniffing those, I mean, it will make you sneeze, but they are bigger <laughs> to avoid. So uh, there is a family story in my family about my little brother who, when he was, I don't know, like two years old, and was being taught about dandelion clocks um, realised mm. that if he was to blow the clock he'd have to take a big in-breath and he had the thing a bit too close to his mouth as he inhaled <laughs> and, uh, and you know, inhaled a whole bunch of dandelion seeds um, mm. I don't suppose it's done, any, done him any harm in the long run <laughs> I did that once when I was little but um, blowing uh, glass oh my god <laughs> yeah. you know like uh doing the glass blowing thing and it was you know one of those like day trips out and stuff and mm. it's like oh this would be great um mm -hmm. let's have a go at that and uh, and i did the same thing where i took the big in breath but obviously it also brought all the glass back in as well so yay there's, another, oh my God. there's, a, nice, there's a nice little track called dandelion on a border canada album <laughs> god <laughs> so you need uh, to look at that picture listen to the, nope, the track dandelion no. I'm good. <laughs> I have to say that dandelion clocks are one of those things which is a real mixed thing for me these days. Like, oh, the yeah, joy of a dandelion clock. And also, <laughs> I'm watching going, look at all those weed yeah. seeds just blowing everywhere. Mm. That's going to be my problem. <laughs> um, so that's pretty great. Um, who wants to take this next one? This is another one from Billy, because Billy's the only one out of all of us, really, that's being really good with this stuff. And this is for the May theme, which was Tree Singular, which I believe was your theme aid. Well, Can I wanted to go with something like tangible and pragmatic to counteract Claire's whimsical, creative yeah. <laughs> stuff. Well, do you want to read this email then, Aid? Oh, well, Rachel, Rachel put her hand oh, up. Oh, sorry, I wasn't looking at any police pictures. Yeah, go on, then, no, Rachel, no, you no. read it. Go on, Rachel. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'd like to read this one, but that's fine. No. Uh, am I reading this one then? Yes, sorry. you are. Yeah, I insist. So Billy says, hello, Sunbeams. You might recall that I complained at the start of the year that I struggled with the more abstract themes. So one would think I would have enjoyed such a literal theme as tree, <laughs> especially considering there are plenty where I live. I would struggle to point a camera out of my door and take a picture that didn't include at least part of some tree. Yet I struggled mightily with the theme this month. A classic case of too many options, I suppose. I've also given myself the extra task of trying to complete the theme each month using some kit, technique or process that I either have never used or very rarely used. Ooh, nice. This ended up bringing me to my contribution this month. So this was May, I think. Yeah, May mm -hmm. theme. Um, he says, I have slowly been trying to scan in negatives from earlier in my life. Many from the 1980s were taken with a 110 camera and I had not tried to scan any of those to this point. I use an Epson V V600, which has carriers for 35mm and 120. I don't even know if anyone has a proper solution for 110. Um, does anybody here know? I don't know. No. Okay. What, sorry, Rach. Um, oh, uh, it, he was saying, 
I don't actually know if anybody has a proper solution for scanning 110 and I wonder if anybody here um, had anything no. on your head. Um, he says, he goes on to say, but I thought I would try laying a strip across the 120 carrier. The gap is wide enough for two frames. And in theory, I thought using the carrier would have it at the appropriate height um, off of the glass for the scanner. Someone has since suggested to me to sandwich them between pieces of museum glass. I guess that's so you don't get the Newton rings, right? Um, as a side note, any listeners who have a preferred method for scanning 110 should write in and share their process. There we go. Um, just very quickly, because yes. I thought there was a thing. Um, Lomography do have a, a digitalizer 110 scanning mask. So, oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. So, Lomography digitalizer is a 110 mask. But... Yes. Okay, cool. Um, he says, roughly between the ages of 12 and 15, my friends and I would gather in front of our school before class started. We called this gathering place the tree, probably because it was at a tree and we weren't that imaginative. <laughs> <laughs> so we would say, meet you at the tree, and everyone knew what that meant. Unless it was raining, every morning this group would talk about the previous night's television programmes, copy each other's homework, talk about who had a crush on whom, and what we were planning to do at the weekend. So on the morning of the last day of our tenure at that school, I loaded up a new 110 cassette into the family camera and took it along to document our day. The last time this specific group were together. I have one of the prints that was originally made when the role was developed tucked into an album. I've enjoyed it over the years and scanned the print in the past. But attempting to scan the negative brought back a whole new set of memories for me last night. A few of these people I've never seen again. Sadly, two that I enjoyed many more years of friendship with have passed. One is just returning from a trip to Thailand with his family after the last few years of none of us being able to travel. All photos preserve memories, some more than others. So thank you again for the suggested themes that helped me set down the path for enjoying mm -hmm. so many of the memories this image holds for me. All the best. And Billy, isn't that lovely? Yeah, like, I uh, yeah. love looking at that photo. So he's not in the picture, I take it. He took it because I was trying to work oh, out cool. if which one was Billy. And I was thinking, is he the one at the front to the left? But oh, if yeah. you look at the picture, he's unlikely to be in it. <laughs> 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 Never a true word said. <laughs> I mean, if there's a timer option, then possibly, you know. I love these um, pictures, though. I love these, like, um, well, pictures like this of, 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 you know, where you've captured a different time of, like, your friends or something. They're great, yeah. aren't they? Isn't that lovely? I love the coat. I like the red coat the the, the guy in the front row is wearing. <laughs> yeah. all, all the jeans look very similar, which is great. Everybody's got the same jeans or trainers, <laughs> um, which is really cool. Oh, I love that, Billy. Thank you so much for writing in um, to tell us about your memories of that and what it brought up for you. It is really important to remember really that that is a big part of I guess why a lot of people not everybody but a lot of people use photography or analog photography specifically you know yeah absolutely um Claire you mentioned at the start of the show that you not only for the um April theme that you set but also for your um Polaroid 1212 you you had yeah. a picture for magic that you had to do have you got that so we can see it uh-huh if I just put it into the I changed my um can I add it into the chat? I don't know. Well this is 
I mean, in theory, yes. In practice, it's possible. It's, it's me and my IT skills, which are not so great. Let's While you're it. doing that, let's give you a few seconds to sort that out, and we can talk okay. about Graham's photos of trees because I'm loving this first one. Uh, yeah, so I um, Graham's, I love them too. I love that. Thank Graham's you very much. Really I'll, I'll yeah. be honest. This was a quick look at. Okay, what did I actually shoot during April and May, and does any of it fit? <laughs> so maybe that's like the t the dog being wagged by the tail. Um, so <laughs> that first one. Uh, was very much taken be uh, because of using the um, Chroma 612 and going, oh, I really love this format. So this picture was taken with my Kraken 6x12. Um, mm. And uh, I'm not quite sure what, what I was going... I, obviously, it's a multiple exposure, so I'm guessing I took the picture, then forgot I'd taken the picture, and then took the picture mm -hmm. again on the same frame of um, some trees and some daffodils uh, in between them. But, um, yeah... It, it worked quite nicely to give this kind of weird ghostly effect. And mm. I, I think trees, I, I went with that as my sort of magical theme because I think woodlands just in general are the most magical yeah, places. They're magical, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and obviously a double exposure. As I'm, I feel confident Claire will confirm that a double exposure makes everything more magical. <laughs> yeah, I like that you called it revelation as well. Um, and uh, the second picture <laughs> is my picture for the seam of trees now admittedly it might look like a dog but i can confirm it has a great bark <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. oh oh no <laughs> we were doing so well and now everybody switched off he's such a cute dog as well didn't deserve that <laughs> it was a cute dog i went i was finishing up the roll of film from um the analog spotlight so i was wandering around uh, just wondering how long around. did it take you to work up that joke <laughs> oh that's a just a worryingly little time <laughs> i was like have i got any pictures of i'm actually surprised there weren't any pictures of um trees on the end of that roll of film but instead there was lots of pictures of gravestones which is my other go-to um and i have just stuck in down the bottom here these were not film shots but these were actually a couple seeing as they were on topic as they are both pictures of trees and they were pictures that i took using the zoom burst technique many many years mm -hmm. ago so um it looks pretty freaky what you can do with it and uh yeah i quite like the results from that but it is very much a um acquired taste i think it's safe to say not to everyone's taste with those because they they um how would you describe those aid well the first one is kind of well they, i mean they, they they have a sort of horror movie kind mm. of impact don't they yeah, yeah the these things the first one of the the tree the sort of more curvy one rather than the 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 spiky one if that makes sense um that that one is yeah i, I think it's great it feels like it's almost a sort of you know dark lord of the rings ents are gonna get you kind of thing going on so i quite like that one definitely um it's uh but it, yeah it's 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 a i think the, the the that effect is is a a close relative of the the dolly zoom shot isn't it that you see in, mm. in you know thrillers and horror horror movies and stuff like that I mean, it's it's a similar technique in in the sense that you are, uh, you're you're, you're moving the the or changing the zoom, I should say, zooming the lens uh, in the course of a shot. Um, uh, of course, the the dolly bit that um, yeah, that makes things like long corridors seem to compress and things like that that you see in the movies that that's actually um, caused by moving the camera on a dolly whilst you change the zoom. So the 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 composition of the shot stays the same broadly speaking 
but there's perspectives in the shot change and that's what makes the dolly zoom shot but um yeah it's uh uh, yeah, it's great. I, I, I like that. I like them. I like them, and I especially like that. I, I like that first one, and I especially like the one of the trees. So, well done. Good stuff. Okay, uh, hang on. Before we get before we enter Claire's pictures, Rachel is making the international sign for baby has woke up. <laughs> Gotta go. Oh. So we all say bye to you, Rach. Bye, Rach. Yeah, I remember the story. Um, she was hi, doing well, but yeah, I think it's time. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> Head off. It was so lovely to see you all. I better head off. See okay. you soon, Rach. Right, take care. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so Rachel's officially left and Claire <laughs> briefly left. So I briefly left by accident. <laughs> <laughs> so when Claire talks you about her see... IT skills being not great, oh. she really isn't meaning he really is meaning it. I was trying to sh- I was trying to show a picture and I ended up I don't know how I did it. I cut myself off the call. <laughs> I can't I just can't seem to um put it into the chat. So I, I don't know um it, it is i often find it a bit confusing on these google meets like the, the big red button <laughs> with the bone on it is right close to the button for all the changing all the settings and doing interesting stuff it's like yeah. very easy to slip and and leave the call yeah which which, which claire incidentally which, for the benefit claire of listeners at home claire has just done again she has just left the call again <laughs> don't click on the don't click on the big red button with the bone on it that's the drop call button she can't hear us now obviously but no she can't um she can't. anyway yes so i, I do, do you know what this this happens to me a lot I do, I do this in for some reason i don't do it during podcasts but i do it a lot in my professional life doing calls at work um i i you know i end up pressing the wrong buttons and doing things it's, oh. anyway um oh, enough about that oh okay <laughs> here we go this is magic. <laughs> <laughs> it is magic, Claire. Um, have you got the picture in front of you, Claire? I can. I'll tell you what. I'll get you the actual image. One second. Okay, this That's will be great. Sorry. Claire's going to hold a picture up in front of us, <laughs> so that'll always work. Whilst Claire's doing that, I will just very quickly because I looked this up. So, um, the theme. If anybody is uh, wanting to do better than we've been doing, and I, actually, I'm going to try and get on with this next month because I'm hoping to have more time. The theme it's for next month already, actually, mate. It is know. next month. Well, we're always running a little bit late with these things. So, look, broadly speaking, the next theme. If you want to go and do something, if you if you are suddenly finding that the evenings are nice and light late now, if you're in the southern hemisphere. No, wait, we're in the northern hemisphere, aren't we? Northern anyway, hemisphere. listen, if we're in a bit where it's nice and light. Um, and you've got more time to shoot because things are getting, you know, a bit better in that sense, and you're looking for something to inspire you, then our current theme is song lyrics. Um, So put some headphones on, go out for a walk and think about what you're listening to and see if it inspires you to shoot something. It doesn't need to be literal, but it can be literal. Um, The song that's currently most inspiring me, um, just because it's happened to be uh, on TV now. I don't know, Aid, if you watch Stranger Things. Um, uh, I've watched the first two or three of the first series a while back, um, and it looked like a good TV program. I think it's probably in like series eight now, isn't it? Or uh, so. Okay, so now we can see your picture now, Claire. Your picture to me yeah, looks it like well. a. It's nice. Right? It looks like a. It looks like a portrait of you in a space uh, <laughs> space person's yes. helmet. Yeah, you might be able to. It's on my Twitter feed. I don't know if you want so to go. We could, we could see it. So, so is this? Is this? I'm guessing this isn't for the theme of tree. So. No, no. I had this was um, a last minute kind of change in the theme. Mm-hmm. 
So this was, um, it's called Hal. So I'm, I, I modelled it on, um, I went a bit space agey in the end. Mm -hmm. Space, cool. almost the exact opposite of magic in some ways. Mm, mm. <laughs> well, it's because the, the idea I had was, um, well, I won't tell you the idea because I'm still going to do it because I ordered certain things that I needed for the picture um, and they arrived and I ordered this as well. And in the end, I went with this. It looks very cool. Is there anything that we can't see? Because you're holding up a Polaroid. And like I said, I can see it's a portrait yeah. of you in a space helmet. Is there any element of it that we are missing? Maybe? I think it's maybe because the, the, the way the camera is on my, my computer, I think well, it's not the fact the that You're sat in the dark as always. <laughs> and the <laughs> colours, I think it's not shown because it's come out quite orange. Because I, mm. I, well, basically, uh, yeah, the way I set it up and I used it like a, a ready orangey light. And something behind mm. me is it's a shoot. I've been meaning to ask you for ages actually mm. how you do some of the colours in your shots. Mm. Is it, it it because uh is it using coloured lights? Is it using RGB lights to, to, to that this them? was this was mm. yeah this was definitely but um some of the other ones the the, the outdoor ones are just no, they're just, I suppose, choice of set and costumes. And, yeah, I guess and I meant some of the more um, indoor, yeah, some of the more indoor type ones. Yeah, that you've been... but people have asked me about the outdoor ones as well because they, they, I think, um, <clears throat> when I was in Isles once, I did some shots there, and they were surprised. Cause I think people thought that I was maybe changing the colours, but it's just, I don't know, maybe the time of light. But indoors, yeah, these this is RGB lights. Um, yeah, nice. And is the, is the it just uh, out of interest because I don't um, mm. don't shoot it really? Um, is the Polaroid mm. film consistent these days in the way it treats colours? Can you plan mm. around it? No, well, mostly. But I went through. There was a batch um, not that long ago where I felt that they were having strange colour casts on the film. Okay. Um, and, and I think we spoke about this maybe in one podcast. I don't know if you were on it, and I wasn't sure whether it was a temperature thing. Um, and you know, I needed it needed to be a warmer environment because they're, they're they're heat sensitive, aren't they? Um, but um, I had a, had a discussion with a couple of other people, and they were having the same issue with the with the color casts. So. Um, but mostly, yeah. The only thing is, it can translate the. This is what you learn. So the the light, if you the way the pictures turned out, if you saw it in real life, um, the light was much more kind of red and a bit more pinky, where it's come out kind of more an orangey red, mm. um, a couple of t almost like a two tone orange. Um, mm. Cool. All right, yeah, so it's good, excellent. So, well, there you go. So, so uh, you've done the theme, uh, Graham's done the theme. I'm um, sadly I haven't, and now uh, Rachel's gone, <laughs> so we can't ask her either. Let's assume that uh, she definitely had, though. <laughs> yeah, let's assume that I'm just the one that's letting us down this way. But you were just about to tell us, Graham, uh, the next theme is, uh, yeah, song lyrics, song lyrics, yeah, song lyrics. Um, okay, yeah. And as I was just saying, I'm very inspired because I, 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 I haven't been watching Stranger Things either, but. Um, my family is and the only bit of strange things i saw was a bit where kate bush was singing and it so i've seen all i need to from stranger things season four it's a bit with kate bush singing so that's what should be inspiring everybody is kate bush um, mm, so. i read that she was i've never seen stranger things 
that surprises me. It seems like your kind of thing in some yeah, ways. Yeah, I'm so out of touch. But um, I read, I did see that um, she was featuring in it. It's the only thing song. that matters. So, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to... I'm July starts to get a little... Oh, sorry, June starts to get a bit calmer now. So I'm actually hoping to get out and... Is that right? Is thing, have things stopped growing now then? They slow down. The, the, the more sun we get, the more everything backs off a bit. So um, I'm quite happy about oh, okay. that. It's, it's, okay. It's, it's, it's been raining a lot this week. Though. Have you not it's had a... any thunderstorms up your way? No, no, we haven't. It's been quite pleasant. Um, oh. not, I, admittedly, this is me perhaps being optimistic about it, backing up and getting more free time. But... You know, you've got to have a hope with these things, right? Mm. Absolutely, yes. Um, I just want very quickly before we back out of here, um, a, a quick shout out again uh, to say if you fancy doing a um, intro for Sunny Sixteen Presents, where the bit where we just have saying Sunny Sixteen Presents, um, all you need to do if you would like to hear your voice in front of I Dream of Cameras or the um, music and photography or quirky cameras or other things that are coming, um, then just send me ideally an MP3 or an MP4 file. You can record it on your phone as long as you go somewhere quiet to do it, and just sort of do it. I just do it three times, just saying Sunny Sixteen Presents. Do it three times. You can try it in different styles. And I want to say a huge thank you to the one person who has done it since the last time, which is the inimitable Mike Gutterman from the Negative Positives podcast, who unsurprisingly sent in a fabulous one for us, uh, which you've already used once and will no doubt use many, <laughs> many times more. So if you want to be like Mike and you should want to be like Mike, then please do send them in to sunny16podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. That would be fantastic. All right. Okay. Well, there we go. I think that's the show then, is it, for this week? Mm -hmm. I think so. All right. Okay. Well, in which case then, we have been the Sunny 16 podcast, and it's been a joy to have all four of us together uh, to, to speak together and to, to share stuff and uh, to speak to you all out there on the internet. Uh, we will play you out now with Rachel's band Rocker. You can get their album Promises I Should Have Kept at all good places on the internet. In fact, actually, that's one of the yardsticks for whether or not it is a good place on the internet is whether or not you can get uh, their, their album from there um so you know no good at uh, you know amazon shopping and no good at google search actually you probably could get something from google search <laughs> anyway never mind i uh, i uh, digress uh we will um <laughs> we will play you out with that now i'll say it again because because i rambled on too long after saying it the first time you might have forgotten we will now play you out with rachel's band uh it's been an honor and privilege to talk to you all uh we'll be back next week take care bye-bye Bye. Bye. Bye.